This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. All you got to do is sit back and relax. I know you like it nasty. They say pressure bus pipes. Damn. I love the way you ride. Let me taste your waterfall. Better look me in my eyes when you wrap me in them thighs. Tonight's the night you get it all. What up, though? It's your man Dame. Three underscores, three one three. Back like we never left for another episode of Dame After Dark. It's been a minute since I've been back. Uh, I was trying to interview a, por- a former porn star, but I kind of get the feeling that she don't necessarily want to talk about her that aspect of her life. So I'm not going to pursue it much further than that. But I got a really dope ass guest in the studio with me. Uh, a few weeks ago, me and Jason had the opportunity. Shout out to my partner, Jay Johnson, 313, had the opportunity to attend Tampon Palooza. Uh, if you're not familiar with Tampon Palooza, it's put on by Ken Brass and Chris P. Motor City Peach. Uh, it is part of their Sound Off Sunday showcase where they showcase a lot of dope local artists, uh, comedians, poets, musicians, ton of vendors out there. And you get to kind of come out, listen to the music, patronize the vendors. But at the end of the day, it's a uh, it's an event where they donate uh female hygienic props excuse me female hygienic products uh to different women's shelters women's groups around the city so it's a real dope event if you are interested they do have an ig page tampon palooza uh you can search up motor city peach for my homegirl chris or brass hole 81 for ken brass uh the event itself might be over with but they're still accepting donations and looking to do good things And, you know, sometimes you don't realize how fortunate you are till you see someone that's much less fortunate than you are. So if you feel your heart is led to uh, give and do something kind, you know, all their information is available on their respective social media accounts and you can uh, give. But during the event, you know, me and Jay had the opportunity to interview artists coming in and off the stage, people in the crowd. And uh, there was a young lady. She was a comedian on stage you know dogging niggas like female comedians tend to do and she happened to ask if anybody had any kinks uh which you know elicited a lot of a lot of a lot of awkward looks people scared to speak but the young lady in the studio with me piped up and was real loud and proud about her kinks and you know we had a conversation we actually interviewed her at the event had a conversation about her kinks and i thought she was hella interesting and i wanted to bring her in to talk to her today on dame after dark so i will let my guest go ahead and introduce herself please thank you thank you for that wonderful introduction what up though y'all my name is may may henny if you want to follow me on instagram and yeah, I'm happy to be here. And May, I'm happy to have you. Thank you. Happy to have you. We've been talking back and forth for a little bit, trying to just lock down a date. Niggas be nigging when it comes to the <laughs> studio. And even though it's me and Jay shit, we still got to kind of keep the lights on so we didn't have some scheduling. 
you know, hiccups, but I'm glad to finally get you in here. Now, when I met you, you mentioned that you have a podcast as well. What's the name of your show? Toast After Dark. Toast After Dark. Yes. And, and what, who, give me a whole rundown of what it's about, who your co-hosts are. Give me a little, little background. Okay. We call it uh, Toast After Dark, where it's real discussions with real people. And it's a panel of us. So it's about six or seven of us. Okay. It's led by Sha Black. He's a, a great poet and artist out here. And you can find us if you want to check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube under the Shycast Network. Okay. Do you all put all the episodes up on YouTube? No, we just getting into the whole YouTube thing. So okay. he don't want to put everything on YouTube because he still kind of want to draw the people to Spotify. Apple I got Music, you. So, yeah. I got you. And you said it's a cast of like six or seven of yeah. every episode is six no, or seven. It's whoever can come down for I that episode. You. So some of them might be five, it might be four of us. Sometimes it's just me and Shy. Sometimes it's just the fellas. That's kind of what I like about it because each episode is different. Okay. Okay. We're going to have to get y'all in here with us one yeah. of these uh, weeks. I want to extend the invite. Y'all come down for Shop Talk. We typically record on Fridays. We'll we'll get through all of that. Yeah, for sure. So how long have you all been doing the podcast? Um, I think this is our coming into our third year. Okay. Yeah, our third year. So we're just coming off a break, and we just dropped a new episode today featuring the amazing, hilarious Heather J. Okay. So check out that episode. She is a, a great comedian that's in L.A., back from L.A., so we had to get her while she was back. It's already up? Yep. Okay, okay. Now, is this your first kind of foray into podcasting or this something you've been doing for a while? It's something I've been doing for a while. This is actually my second show. I started with The Real Rebels and it was me and a couple of guys. I was the only female because okay. I guess I stand out. Yeah, yeah I'm noticing a trend here. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, that kind of got me out here to share my voice. Um, people be wanting to hear it, so... I like it. I like talking because I'm more of a reserved person, even though I'm really you wouldn't be able to. No, I, I would, know. I, I, would, know. I wouldn't I'm, take that from you. I'd be so isolated, but I'm into a lot of stuff. So, yeah, you are. You are. We're going to talk about <laughs> some of that stuff. You really surprised the fuck out of me when we got on the elevator, because when I first met you and I wasn't being a gentleman, because like you should stand up and greet a lady when she walks into the room. But I was sitting on my ass <laughs> when I first met you. So like when you walked up on me, I was kind of surprised that you was a lot taller than what I expected. So I got to be on my P's and Q's <laughs> next time. I should have just okay. greeted you at Tampon Palooza correctly, and then you wouldn't have caught me off guard. No, it's okay. I didn't mean to. With these shoes on, I'm probably about 6'2". <laughs> okay. I'm 6'1", I'm so I mean, this yeah. week about neck and neck yeah. down there. So, May, tell me a little bit about you and your background. Where are you from? Like, what, what you got going on? Um, Right now, I'm currently in Ann Arbor. I'm originally from the east side, Gratian and Van Dyke area. Sorry to hear that. Sorry it's okay. It. It's okay. You know, uh, west side niggas fuck with east side bitches. It's okay. <laughs> did, you go to, did you go to school on the east? I, different schools. I traveled a lot. What high school did you go to? The one that you know is Denby. I went there for a year, and I went to East Detroit for a year. East Detroit Catholic? Uh-uh, the one okay. like on Gratian and Nanaimo. Okay. okay. But yeah, after that, I moved to South Carolina. And I've just been back just doing my thing, just staying in my books and being a mom and stuff like that. Just figuring out my voice, getting out here. Okay. Yep. Okay. Being a parent will take up a whole bunch of time and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. And I think I'm more of a rebel, too, because I was in a, a long-term toxic situation. So I got out of that. And kind of now I'm just like out here exploring and seeing what I really like for me. So, Dating? Uh, am I dating currently? Yeah. 
Sort of. I'm dipping my toe in the water. I got a date coming up actually Saturday, and I would say this is my first date in a while. So, What does dipping your toe in the water look like? Help me understand. I'm telling people right off the back, like, I'm not really looking for anything, but I don't want to isolate. So I'm still trying to get to know people and be in social settings. And if we catch a vibe, we catch a vibe. And that's just my honest truth. So okay. they want to take me out or something like that. Or we can do that. But I try to be honest about that up front. Okay. So that's just where I'm at right now. So that's yeah. that's fair. That's fair. I think dating, the dating process gets convoluted when people are honest, mm. you know, when they. I feel like everybody has an agenda and that, and that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. You know, some people are looking for love. Some people are looking just to have a good time. Some of y'all looking for help. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, some people just looking to, you know, fuck around and, you know, just, mm-hmm. I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. So, I mean, it, it helps when you get out there. And I know we kind of touched on age a little bit. When you get into a certain bracket, I'm 41. So for me, dating looks completely different now than when I first got divorced at like 27, 28. Like it's a whole whole nother planet out mm. there. And this shit is <laughs> shit's ugly. You know Get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's pissing the dating I keep pool. Hearing. It's pissing the dating pool. So best of, best of luck with that. You said a long-term toxic yeah. relationship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, At least look, you survived and got I out did. of it. Hallelujah for that. So now I'm just out here learning and exploring May. And yeah. Okay. Having fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 okay. Like you said, I'm I'm noticing there's some poop in the water out here. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm used to being I'm a serial I call myself a serial monogamous, so I'm used to being in a relationship. So I probably have like six months at most where I'm single sometimes and it's like I'm intentionally being single this time. Like, yeah, but I can't do it for me. So that's kind of where I'm at. And just getting to know people. And if I want to come off the porch for somebody special, I might. But I'm just trying to still take that time in okay. to myself. So you said this is the first date in a minute you got coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Anything? Y'all know where you're going? Anything Anything she on tap? She won't tell me. She? She won't tell me. Okay. Yeah, she won't tell me. So are we dating all across the spectrum? I'm pansexual. So for me, really? yes, I am. I am. I am pansexual. Okay. <laughs> so for me, that means I love everybody. Like I'm more invested in who you are as a person, your soul versus the vessel that you choose to display to the world. So that's kind of how I look at it. But I like men and women. If you want to boil it down to that, um, to me, everybody, a variation of that. So, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be my first date with a woman. Okay. <laughs> no, we don't have forward. to. We don't have to go as singular as you know, male or female. I mean, if you're pansexual and you know that work for you, yeah. like I'm not. You know, one thing that I'm I'm a proponent of, especially on this show, is is not about judgment. You know what I'm saying? Like people are who they are, yeah. and the dating, the aspect of dating is essentially that it lets you be who you are. Mm-hmm. And decide what you do and don't want to fucking deal with. And that's the beauty of dating because, you know, I know people kind of like look down on ghosting or like just mm-hmm. kind of abruptly ending situations. But like, ain't that kind of what dating is about? If I see something that I know I can't deal with or I know I don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not because it's really about me and what I'm looking for, my journey and what I want. So, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, ghosting is still toxic, though. <laughs> is it? I just feel like you could at least be like, nah, I'm ahead over here. 
No response is still a full response. That's true. So, okay, I can see what you're saying. I that. mean, I I'm, I think I'm past that stage in my life yeah. where I'm just like ghosting people because that's, I guess it's kind of rude. <laughs> you know, there's, there, there's some some backlash that yeah. could come from it. Mm-hmm. And, and like when you get to playing with people's feelings. That part. Like they'll fuck you up. Okay. They'll fuck you up. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, I've had some close calls out in these mm-hmm. streets, so I try and put out as much good karma as possible but like i'm not even accepting new applicants at the moment so you know no worries yeah no worries you know i've been single for or have been single for like a good little good little minute yeah good little minute you talking about a uh a serial monogamous i'm more of a serial whore (laughs) Um, (laughs) not wrong with it (laughs) you know i just i've always felt you know, I've I've been in love. I've had my heart broken. I think we all got those same ups and downs. But like being a, a young man and dating, you know, I was able to find that I can usually get what I desire without the confines of a relationship. Mm-hmm. But you may not put an official title on it, but you spend six, eight, nine months with somebody. Y'all in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Whether you want to call it one or not. Right. You know, it may not be official, but if you see that motherfucker out with somebody else, <laughs> You're going to feel something in the pit of your mm-hmm. stomach and we're going to have probably have to have a conversation yeah. about it. So that's dope. I, I'm hoping the best for you Thank in this you. Uh, dating journey. You excited? I am excited. Okay. I'm excited to go outside this summer. We're going to have a hot girl summer? <laughs> no. Nah, like a real just, medium girl summer? Yeah, just a mild. It's going to be a mild girl summer. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I want to get, you know, too hot, but I'm excited to New body, new clothes. See, you know, put some dresses on. New body, new clothes. Okay, are we going through a transformational period? I I lost like 70 pounds in the last six months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. What was your secret? I stopped. I cut out sugar intentionally and processed foods intentionally. Okay. So I'm not completely, but just I try to be more aware and I lift weights. Okay. So I felt those are my, those are my stress relievers and you said 70 pounds in six months mm-hmm. that's incredible yeah. is there is there like a target goal that you are trying to achieve i'm trying to get out of 200 i okay. have never been out of that since like high school so i'm i'm excited just to see what it's like and just play around so okay yeah. that's what's up mm-hmm. that's what's up so may i bought you in because i was mentioning it at tampon palooza the comedian was asking about kinks and you proudly raised your <laughs> hand without a microphone and said loudly, you like to tie niggas up. <laughs> yes, I like to tie niggas up. <laughs> so so, so I want to talk I want to talk a little bit about that because that really caught my ear. I've never been like tied the fuck up. Mm. I didn't try handcuffs. Okay. You know, but like when you said tie up and from our brief conversation, it's a little bit more intricate. So kind of kind of explain this process, because me, you know, it's going to be a hard no. Well, I won't say it's going to be a hard no, because I always look at it like this. Ain't nothing really like a hell no. <laughs> you know, I at least want to hear it out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some shit I just ain't going to do. I gotcha. just ain't comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But let me let me hear the play and let's let's kind of decide from there. What we gonna do? So tell me about tying niggas up. <laughs> I try to be honest and upfront, so I'm not wasting my time. Um, I feel like first of all, you can tell so much about a person if you if they let you tie them up, whether they come, whether they nervous, 
whether they're scared, excited. If you get a man into that position, he's going to kind of tell you who he is. So for me, it's a big trust thing. That's why I personally like to do it. Okay. So um, what are you looking for when you you say it can tell you a lot about a person? Mm -hmm. What, What exactly are you looking for? I'm seeing who they are. I feel like it's a good way to know people. So like, if you're a bitch or not? No, not a bitch or not. Okay. Like, I just want to know. Like, some people are like, if you let me tie you up, you probably only want to do it because you think you're going to tie me up. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying. I can tell those type of things. Or So it doesn't work like that? It don't work like It can, but it just depends on our bond. So. Okay. Yeah. So, um. Go ahead. So role play this thing with me. Okay. You know, I'm I'm Chuck from the east side, and I like to fuck. You know what I'm saying? We done went out. We done had a nice date. It's going well. You giving me all the signals that we can go back somewhere and have a nice little nightcap. And then you say. I know you want to get to know me and, you know, feel my inside parts, but it would really make me happy if you would let me tie you up. You want to do that for me? See now, when you put it like that, like the the, the presentation of it <laughs> doesn't it doesn't sound it doesn't sound as like scary as what See? I'm thinking. See, because it's not scary at all. And then you're gonna be like, "No, nah, baby, I ain't with it." Or you're gonna be like, "You know what?" I like to see you happy. I want to see what getting you happy or making you happy feels like, or what that'll get me. So, I definitely think it's about the presentation. <laughs> okay, so so typically when men agree to it, is it like a this for that type of thing? I let you tie me up, but you gonna let me? We can negotiate. Okay, we can negotiate. Okay, you know, um, the the last situation I tied somebody up. Um, it was just the whole session was just for me. It was intended for me. So. Um, so when it's intended for you, what does that look like? What makes that different? They're doing it. So you, uh, some men, they, they be like, I, I like to eat pussy. I just want to eat your pussy for me. Like, I like to see a woman in pleasure. So it's kind of like them giving that to me. Like, yeah, no, that's not really my thing. But because it makes you happy, because you get off, I'll let you do this. You know, whether I get something out of it or return or we can try something later. Um Shoot, it's just kind of they'll let me do it for I can get comfortable with them and go, you know, go there with them. Because if you let me do that to me, for you, for me, and I'll tell them what I do for you. Okay. Okay. So before you came here, I've been doing a little bit of research on this tying people up thing. Just, I I forget. I mean, I don't know if there's a specific name for the kink. It is. What, What is it? Shibari. Shibari. Yes, Shibari. And it's like an ancient Japanese art form where it's not making and it's um, ropes and using often like satin, silk and just different things to constrain and restrain people. And it's so relaxing. That's really why I like to do it. Like trying to figure out a knot, like I'm counting in my head, like I got to wrap this six times. I got to tuck it this way. I got to do it this way to pull it down. And then the more you pull, the tighter it gets. So it's a whole process in my head that's going on. It's helping me relax. And it's turning me on because you're letting me do that. It's getting me out of the shit in my head to just be present and focused. So that's a gift okay. for me. Okay. Okay. Now, one thing I was reading about this, it's like suggested rope or type. Like, I'm just not going to Home Depot and getting <laughs> getting something. So, so like, you know, this is the night where it goes down. Is it mm-hmm. like a... A bag of equipment that you're bringing with you. <laughs> I got a rope in my pocket. You want to see Ch- it? Yes, I do want to see it. 
I ordered these off Amazon. I, I love them because they're really soft. So you can play with that. So okay. you feel it's how like, soft it's that like is? It's like a shoestring. Exactly. It's just like a twisted twine. It's super long, but it's soft. Like, I don't want to burn you. I don't want to hurt you. Okay. So that's the thing, too. I'm not doing anything to you. You're not going to let me do. Consent is everything. And I love black men so much. I really intentionally try not to do shit to hurt y'all. So I don't want to hurt you unless you let me. And if you let me, I'm not really hurting you. So Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when did you kind of discover that this was was something that you were into? Because <laughs> um, I feel like you just don't stumble upon it. Mm-mm. No. <sighs> what made me discover? That's a, I had a best friend and she was she's into some kinky shit. Like when it comes to BDSM, like she kind of led the way. And I'm like, I like that stuff too, but I kind of always gravitated towards the dominant side, the BDSM, dominatrix type thing. Um, so I kind of like that part, and she's more of a submissive, a server, and things like that. So listening to her, following her, I've kind of just kind of discovered it. And I used to do it with like belts or like you say, handcuffs or just different whatever I can find. And I kind of just was like... Let me actually go and study and try to start learning the art form of it. Okay. So, yeah. So how long did you think, I don't know, you kind of studied before you felt like it's time to, it's time to break this shit out on somebody. (laughs) I feel like it takes a long time. I'm a, I'm a voyeur. So I like to watch shit. So I'm going to watch it and feel comfortable before I can even discover it. So I say maybe like, Maybe three years of just learning about it a little, little bit and, and watching some porn with it or maybe. Um, and then I wanted, I had a boyfriend at the time that was willing to let me try it. And I kind of been asking people who I care about. And it's either a hard no for them or they they let me. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, since you got this rope out. Yeah. I like for you to 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 just lightly demonstrate. Okay. What it was what would be going on? All right, all right. So this is what I was waiting for. <laughs> I got you. So I've been practicing this rope called the Somerville Somerville bow tie, and I recently joined this group on Facebook. There's actually a um, a bondage club in Detroit. Really? It is, and I have to give you the name. I can look it up in a minute, but somebody just put me on them, and they actually teach classes, so I'm going to work my way down there so I can get some formal training. Because if you don't do this shit right, you can fuck somebody up. Yeah. Like, you can mess up some shit. The tying is um, important, but the untying is just as important. So. Okay. I'm going to try this one. You, you move your mic over. We can, we can, talk, okay. and, we can talk and tie. <laughs> Got you. So. All right. Already restrictive. You already restrictive. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna wrap this around. You said this is called a Somerville. Somerville bowtie. Okay. Wrap it around so that I have six cords around your wrist. Okay. I think I need some more. Than yeah. That. Six cords around your wrist. Go around one more time. And okay. This is the back. So I'm gonna pull this up. Just make like a quick little loop like this. Bring this around, stick it through the loop, pull it, tuck that back there, 
stick it through this same loop one more time and pull it oh okay so yeah i didn't want to do you too tight no no but the more i tighten it the tighter it'll get i mean i'm not going nowhere yeah. it ain't it ain't hella tight <laughs> but i mean i ain't so yeah, I didn't want to do you too tight, but yeah. So I would yeah. probably need your assistance to get out of it. Yeah, it's, it's um, what I love about it. It's like if you do it the right your way. Your smile is so big See? when you was tying <laughs> when you was tying me up. <laughs> See, that's my happy place. I love it. So yeah, I'm not a I'm not a professional or anything. I will very much say I'm an amateur, but I think as far as kinks go, I've explored my share of kinks, and I think this one's gonna stick around. Okay. Okay. So what, what other knots are good for what you enjoy doing? I want to learn how to do a hog tie. But that's one of the ones I feel like I'm definitely going to have to have somebody show me. I want to learn how to hog tie somebody for sure. I was watching a video earlier. I don't remember the name of the rope. A, a bow tie, Somerville. A standard column, I think it's called. But it's so many different knots. And it's... It gets so complicated, but the restraints that go around and the, the bitch titties be like yeah. out. Like I really want to learn how to do that. I think that's so sexy. Okay. And then like with that, you can get into suspending people, but you gotta be like a real professional to do that. So I've seen like I've gone to like the dirty show and shit oh, like yeah. that. And I've did seen, you go this year? I didn't. I, I didn't did. It was dope. Yeah. Normally, mo like I went year before. I the last time I went, come to think about it, was before COVID. Okay. And that year that I went, they definitely had somebody tied and suspended from the ceiling. Yeah. Like, it's, it looks like art. It is. When art. done well. Yeah. When done well, it looks like art. And, <laughs> yeah, that hog tying is something different, though. Like, you, <laughs> you really got to, that take a little, a, a different level of work. And it also takes, you know, you talked about consent. Like, that's really restrictive. Mm -hmm. That's. That's a different level of trust. Now, yeah. do you let people tie you up? <sighs> not often. Okay. I'm not going to lie, but I will because I'm getting into the whole switch side and exploring my submissive side. So I wouldn't mind it, but it's going to have to be a level of trust, a great level of trust. I get so, you. Yeah. Because she can get sticky Especially with the wrong person. With the wrong people. And also, too, like, I, the people I've let tie me up, you, you, you can find out how a man is that way, too. Like, is he going to dog you out? Is he going to act? Is he going to be a pussy about it? Like, what you going to do? You got me in this position. You can do anything to me. What you going to do? Show me what you going to do. And he'll show you what you're what you going to do. Okay. So, so after you've tied up Chuck... <laughs> what's what's going down next is it just a thing that you like to admire your work are we we touching we flogging like what's 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 mm. typically happening you beat niggas up <laughs> so i'm gonna talk to you i'm gonna find out i'm gonna check in i'm gonna see how you feeling i'm gonna see if you're comfortable if you gonna let me explore more if you gonna let me bring out my flogger that would be idea because floggers, I really like the sensual and tickling part more than the beating part. Okay. So, um, yeah, I like dragging my nails. I type, of, I tend to wear claws like I got on right now. Okay. So I like like digging my nails and skin and stuff like that. More sensual and skin type of stuff. Um, if I can get your heart rate pumping, get you scared a little bit, that's a little fun to me. 
Okay. Yeah, that's a little fun. Um, so yeah, it just kind of depends. It's catered to the person too. You like we're gonna be interacting, and you're gonna be telling me if you're comfortable. If you just bored. And you just staring at me, we gonna have issues. So, okay. so yeah. you want you to be in, want them to be into, mm-hmm. want to talk to you. Yeah, and I want I you mean, to be a little uncomfortable or a little like not. I don't know what's next, cause, but at but I think like a hurt. sexual experience should have a certain level of communication. Yeah, because we both, you know, sex shouldn't just be like a one way street. We both should be getting something and enjoying what we're doing, mm-hmm. or like then it get kind of. Yeah. <laughs> then it get kind of awkward. You know what I'm saying? If, if just one of us is having a good time, anytime I hear of a sexual experience and only one person had a good time, yeah. it really didn't go how it should have went. Gotcha. And that can be really, really bad mm-hmm. or just a little bit bad, but it really didn't go how it was supposed mm-hmm. to go. So we talk. So I guess as a man, when I think about sex, there is a point where climax ends mm. w- with what'd you call it shibari Mm -hmm. where where is the point of satisfaction um that's a good question typically after you've done some type of task for me while being tied up whether it's eat my pussy while you you can't use your hands or I need to see what you can do while you're tied up. So some type of task. Some type of task. <laughs> some type of the task. physical challenge. A physical challenge okay. while you're tied up. <laughs> so yeah, and then you can just let me like after that. It's like okay, I, I'm there. <laughs> what do you want to do now? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so so basically the the tying up process is I guess more or less the foreplay. Mm-hmm. I think I think foreplay is often. I don't know if it's underrated, but it's so important. It, it is. is so important, often more important than the actual act. So, yeah, it's good foreplay. Okay, okay, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Yeah, you've never like. What made you let somebody handcuff you? I mean, she was at this time. She had been like my long term girlfriend. Okay, had, see trust. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was the trust, and I mean. I wasn't necessarily afraid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I it was easy. So this young lady that I dated, we 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 were together for a minute. But during the time where we dated, I was just like kind of coming out of my marriage. You know, I hadn't really been out here dating. And you know, when you be in a long-term relationship or married in my case, you know, the world moves a lot differently than when you're inside of a relationship because essentially like you in a you in a glass bubble, mm-hmm. you know, is when you focused in on your mate is just y'all two and life is still moving all around you. But you you know, I was I was married. We I was a young father. We had a bunch of you know, we had three kids real young. And that's what I was focused on. Our mm-hmm. sex life wasn't like exploratory. It wasn't like dissatisfying, but it just wasn't exploratory like that. We was just kids. We was making babies and mm-hmm. and trying to live life. And when I got out of that, there were a lot of things personally that I wanted to do that I kind of like put to the side for the sake of my marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always joke with this person, uh, a huge part of that, like I'm heavily tattooed. Mm-hmm. When I was married, my wife didn't, wasn't a huge fan of tattoos. So mm-hmm. I maybe had like three at the time okay. when I got married. When I got with, with this other young lady, I just happened to mention to her like, I wanted a bunch of tattoos, but I didn't do it because I was married. And she was like, well, 
you not now. So mm -hmm. like, why don't you do what you want? And we and that kind of like became our mantra with shit. Like, mm -hmm. you know, this is something I wanted to try. And she was like, well, why? You know, I'm willing to like, why? Why don't we try it? Mm -hmm. And it just kind of opened my mind up to things I hadn't. It was just a lot that I hadn't seen because I was I was young. I was I met my wife at, when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. I was like 14, 15 when we met. 22 when I got married and like 27, 28 when, you know, the thing started going to shit. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I hadn't all I knew was just her. So coming from that and then just like being single and back out here and learning who you are because you're a completely different person in a relationship than when you're single. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't know what the world had had for me as a single man at that point. So a lot of that was just you know, learning what was available to, I had never had like a threesome at that point, like uh, uh, an experience with, you know, multiple women, but mm. like she was into that type of thing. Yeah. So like, you know, it was like, oh, oh, so we can, <laughs> we can do this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it just kind of opened up your eyes to different things. So again, because of that trust, because she allowed me to be who I was when I was with her, it was easy for me to like, let her cuff me to the bed or something. Cause I mean, she ain't going to do nothing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she she's going to take care of. Me. Mm -hmm. And it was it was never a thing of fear. But, you know, when you again dating out here new again, like you just don't know what type of bag motherfuckers be in. That part. And you just kind of got to be careful because niggas always think like they the ones doing the setup. Like, nah, these chicks, they <laughs> not they not stupid. Mm -hmm. And niggas be so thirsty and ready to jump on the first thing that look like an easy layup, you fuck around and get fucked up dealing with the wrong person. Mm. So, I mean, the trust has to be, you really got to know who you're dealing with. And I think a huge part of sex is that we've, no, it's, I don't want to say it's too casual, but like. It diluted the importance of it. It does. It did. Mm -hmm. it, it definitely has been. And when you start to dilute it, you know, a lot of shit slips through the cracks that it, that it, that wasn't meant to be that way. Mm hmm yeah. So, I mean, and trust is one of those things that we just kind of turn a blind. Ah, oh, she looks safe. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm serious. Like Got the whole everything over there. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, you end up with something that you, you know, it's I'm harder saying. to shake than yeah. you thought. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I definitely agree on that. And I can definitely relate to the exploring different things. So now... If you don't like the stuff I'm into, you can just keep it moving. I'm still gonna explore all of this and okay. find out who I am and decide who not. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'll do all these freaky things, but I'm still as you should be. Like like you say, you're not really hop looking for nothing. I'm still a little, you know, exclusive. Just stay over here, not really just not really looking for that with everybody. I'm trying to say so yeah. So now typically when I think of people being tied up. I think of some infliction of pain, mm. you know, is there any of that involved with what you enjoy doing? I like to flog people too. Like I want to make my own flogger that the Shabari is new for me. Okay. So the far as um, hitting people and stuff, that's, what I really enjoy, but that's harder to find people to let me do. So, so, hard. so when you say when you say hitting people, yeah, you talking about closed fist or a little mm. little slap action? Slaps, uh, belts, floggers, um, maybe a jump rope, my hand, open palm, um, yeah, just. 
I don't. I like making people's skin red. We're using a safe word though, right? Yes. Okay. Safe words are always, always important in consent. So okay, but it is harder to find those people who are into that, or yeah. But I like to, <laughs> I like to do. I'm willing to try. I'm a tryer, so maybe I'm trisexual. I'll try just about so, anything. So, 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 so talk about what you what you like to try. I've I've tried as far as the BDSM stuff go. I've done some candle play. I've I want to get into knife work, but that's. Some of this stuff is I would call some people call it white people shit. <laughs> but I can yeah. I can see. Yeah, yeah, but um yeah, I want to um I want to pee on somebody. Like that's, I want That's funny cuz <laughs> cuz often on the show I talk about how I would let Rihanna pee in my mouth. You would. She's beautiful. See? <laughs> I don't know if I could look deeply into her eyes and tell her no. Yeah. I mean it's Rihanna. See? It's Rihanna. <laughs> like, what do I say? Yes. Yes. <laughs> She's gorgeous. Yes. I feel like she going to get to talking to me and something I barely understand and just looking at me in a way that I like a woman <laughs> to look at me and I'm a milk. But I mean, you know, I done been peed on before. I done been peed on before. It's not that <laughs> It's not that bad. I know Pete. I know it's the, the act that kind of like get people to cringe because it is waste. Mm-hmm coming out of your body but there are ways to mitigate it from being like traumatic okay especially if like if you in tune with your person and like y'all done bought it up like okay this is something that we want to do like there are things you can do in advance to kind of kind of plan mm-hmm. and make sure that it's not you know crazy right now I ain't gonna go you know you're gonna have to catch me off the sh- off the show if I, if you want to go deep into detail, <laughs> but like there there are different things you can do to like not make it that bad of an experience for yourself and for your partner. So, but I that's that's what I was saying. Like I just don't turn my nose up and shit because mm-hmm. not everything is just like a hell no. Mm-hmm. Like some shit. Like I mean, I right, I mean, we smoking, we drinking, mm-hmm. we having a good time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's let's have an adventure. Let's have an adventure. And and for me, <laughs> I'm all about like vibes and energy. Like mm-hmm. if it feel right, you know, sometimes you just in the right place, the right time, the moon line up. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck it, what we gonna do? Yeah, it's the stars align. Let's try it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that too. Spontaneous in the vibes. Yeah. You gotta be right. You never know what we can do, especially if that trust is already established. Like, fuck it, let's Let's fuck outside and pee on each other. Like, let's go do some crazy that shit. Sound like that sound like a good evening. Fuck me under the stars, daddy, right there. <laughs> so, May, what else should the people know about you, what you got going on? Where can people find you if they want to tap in? Um, You guys can find me on Instagram, mostly. I'm on Facebook, too, but that's M-A-E-H-E-N-N-Y underscore. You, on, you ain't on Twitter? No, I'm not. I feel like Twitter, Twitter would be a good place for you. <laughs> I used to be on Twitter years ago, but there's a lot of freaky shit going see, on, on Twitter. I heard and I see, and I'm just like, Ugh. you should come on back. Like it's, you, you find your tribe on Twitter. See, as freaky as I am, I don't watch porn. Okay, so I don't know. It's just I feel like it could be an oversaturation of that. But you said find my tribe. I never heard that. Yeah, there's. Yeah, there's a lot of porn on Twitter. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> it's a lot of porn. Twitter porn is is out of out of control. See. There's a lot of porn on Twitter, but I feel like 
you know, for me, I like to talk shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's just what I enjoy doing. And yeah. I feel like Twitter is the perfect platform for people who like to talk shit. If okay. you're witty, if you're kind of quick on your feet, Twitter would be like your friend. Okay, and, gotcha. You know, there there's all type of uh, different people, different aspects, but even Facebook. Mm. So like there's the Facebook where your mama and your granny and your <laughs> aunties be at. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other Facebook where, <laughs> the other Facebook, <laughs> yeah, yeah, where the free groups. The, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. like, we're all the nasty niggas yeah. is that that side of Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that's where you find like. <laughs> Your your tie up group yep. that you're going to <laughs> you know you search that in the Facebook yeah true so uh and uh drop the pod information again where yes. can we find the pod toast after dark pod on Instagram and then you can just Google toast after dark or on Spotify wherever you listen to your podcast to Apple Podcasts all that toast after dark all right beautiful well May I appreciate you coming out I, I told you I wasn't gonna keep you all night because I know you're a mother and you gotta do mommy shit with, I appreciate with your little ladies <laughs> but i appreciate you coming through this is your man dame three underscores three one three on twitter instagram tiktok uh look when you see the blue and the black you know where the fuck you at is shop talk podcast shop talk podcast studios book some time bitch i got a bunch of babies and i need to feed them and the studio help me feed these kids uh other than that man we be back with another episode of shop talk you know we coming every week I think we're approaching 365 straight episodes. This is the latest edition of Dame After Dark. Tap the fuck in. Look, if you got some wild shit going on, I want to talk to you. I'm still looking for uh, a swingers couple or a polyamorous couple. I want to talk to y'all and bring all three, four, five of y'all in here. I want to talk to you. If there's somebody out there doing adult film work, look, I just want to talk. You know, this ain't a place for judgment. I ain't trying to dig in on your life. I want to hear about the business. I want to hear about different aspects. We ain't even got to talk about the sexual aspect. Like, I just want to know. I just kind of want to dig into you. Or if you just feel like you are a, a sexual and fluid and free person, maybe we can just get a couple of us in here and just have, you know, some nice adult conversations, sip some tequila and see how the night opens up. So uh, if you want to get at me, look, Twitter, IG, uh tiktok them dms is open you talk to me i am gonna talk back uh other than that man just stay tapped in with me and we'll be back soon with another episode of dame after dark stay up